Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, we're on from 1 to 4. Which means if you miss any of the show live, you can pick it up on the podcast, Johnny Ken on Demand, which is posted up in about an hour at KFIAM640.com and the iHeartRadio app. And you can also use that app to connect to the Moist line, which will play tomorrow during this hour, which John, the committee, did vote. We have a hack for the dumpster tomorrow. Too. Good. Uh, you don't know who it is, though. You did well, not attend the blood. I want to. I want to throw somebody in. Uh, the uh, toll-free number for the Moist Line is one eight seven seven Moist eighty six one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six. Day three, the LA Unified School District shut down. Service workers on strike. Thirty thousand of them. That's bus drivers, teachers' aides, custodians, cafeteria workers, and the teachers walked off in support. We get an update on the whole story from KFI News. Is Chris Adler? Chris, what's going on? Hey guys, how are you doing? We're doing Good. doing all right. Uh, day three is this the last day for sure? Yeah, it's the last day right now. I'm at the I'm at the final rally in downtown LA at the LA Historic Park. Thousands of people are here. They made their way from the picket lines early this morning, and this is where it ends here today. Um, they are the workers are planning to return back to work tomorrow and schools will reopen. And so this is what I've been told that this is the final day and this is the last rally, guys. Has has any one of those strikers 
uttered any sympathy at all for the children cut out of class for three days or the parents who've been scrambling to find child care? Actually, yes, they have. Um, and, and, you know, and, 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 and that's a really great point. And I have been asking this question all along, um, to you know, asking these members and these strikers on the picket lines, how do you feel about the students missing three days of school? Uh, you know, during COVID, we learned that a lot of students found the schools to be what they call a safe haven. A lot of children do experience uh, violence at home and abuse. And so when they go to school, they get this reprieve. Uh, and that's not all schools and that's not all students, but there were some reports of some children. And what they say is, yes, they do feel sympathy. They do feel bad, but they say that this is about the children, that they love the children. And, you know, they go to work every day and they work these part-time jobs. They do these jobs because they love what they do and they want to help the children, but they have to be able to survive in order to keep getting to work every single day. Did anyone ever uh, say uh, why they don't try to get another job that pays better rather than constantly, <laughs> you know yeah. constantly complaining about the low pay? Yeah, I've been here 27 years. When, and... when, when I've had low-paying jobs, at some point it's like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm going to go get a job that pays more. I mean, that's so normal. I, I don't think that's a radical idea. Why don't they do it? So that was one of the questions I brought up during an interview with the bus drivers today. And they all told me that they could go out and find other jobs. They could go out and do it. It's not about that. They said it's about loving what they do. And they love what they do. They love being around the kids. They love supporting them, transporting them. A lot of the bus wait, drivers. Wait, wait, wait a second. You know, a lot of They're the demanding kids, more money so they could continue doing what they love. Well, That's I, what they say. They're doing it because it's what they uh -huh. love to do. And they want more money because they're making a choice to do something they love rather than make more money at something that's not as psychologically rewarding. <laughs> By the way, if that if there's a bus driver that exists like that, I've never met him or her. All the bus drivers I've ever run into as a kid and uh, for my kids were all nasty and weird. So well, I don't know where all these loving bus drivers came from, I, but okay. I have a different question for you, Chris. What, what is the point of all these massive rallies? Uh, they have to get in there and negotiate with the superintendent. What are they trying to do by standing there on street corners and gathering in parks and just everybody gets up there and blasts and yells and everyone rah-rahs and cheers? What is the point of all this? Well, they say that what they're trying to do is let Carvalho hear their voices. They're trying to show him what solidarity looks like what teamwork looks like and what what it looks like when Los Angeles comes together because what they're saying is they're calling on him to step inside of the circle, make the negotiations, hear them, hear them rallying and letting them know that they're not going to stand down, that they're they're what they're asking for is fair, that the district has more than enough. So when you ask, you know, well, why are they how do they? Why they, are they doing these rallies? It's no, to, and I don't know if you know the answer to this. But the, the union's claiming that the the district has a reserve of five billion dollars, and the and the district says that's preposterous. It's more like five hundred. Oh, million. I also read a detail on that. A lot of it is off limits. They can't touch a great percentage of the reserve because okay. it's restricted. So I mean, it sounds sounds like propaganda. And I and I, I hear people marching. Uh, making these claims and it's like well they don't know they don't know how much is in reserve and they don't know what the rules are in using the money I, and are they aware chris that there's declining enrollment that the school's finances have been tough for some years now 
Well, you know, you guys, they they say right now, you know, when there, whenever there's a strike, there's a process. And it's a legal process. And what they said they're at right now is impasse and fact-finding. So they said that they've got accountants right now that are looking and doing fact-finding, looking into the books and the accounting. And what they have said is that they do have the funds. But the people who are who are actually doing the numbers and, and uh, doing the books, that they're saying, yes, this reserve is there, this, this nearly $5 billion reserve. Now, Carvalho has come back and said, no, it's closer to five hundred million. Well, but that's that a big difference. Process. It's either one or the other here. I mean, what? It's not that hard to count up the well the, the numbers uh, on the on the spreadsheet. We think the district's offer, Chris, has moved up to twenty three percent. These people are going to stand fast. They want thirty percent, or they're not going back. Is that what? What do I get out of this? So let me clarify something, guys. This strike that the strike that I'm at right now, this rally that I'm at right now, and this the, pa- the past three days. They're saying has not is not a strike a legal strike right now against the the the, the low pay and, and the the lack of funding right now it's about mistreatment by the district and what they have said is they're going to go back to work tomorrow but they once they go back and they have these discussions uh-huh. if they don't get what they need they're prepared to go on what the lack of funding well, strike will be which will be open ended. No, wait a minute. What does mistreatment mean? How is this, how's what, the school what, district supposed to correct that? They keep saying it's about respect, not money. It's about money. Well, I, what is mistreatment? The mistreatment? What, yeah, what mean, is that? Are they specific on are, mistreatment? Are they getting beaten in the cafeteria? <laughs> well, they're, what they're defining as mistreatment is lack of funding. It's lack of, lack of the district promises to have negotiations. What's well, money? Uh, retaliation, money. retaliation for uh, going on strike. So that's where they're finding the mistreatment is, you know, when there's a union, they are legally allowed to strike, but they're being threatened with job loss because of it. Uh, Well, yeah. (laughs) Do we know if they're talking this afternoon? I heard there might be some new negotiations going on. Do you know anything? So right now, uh, L.A. Mayor Karen Bass is she's basically going to be mediating between the, the union and the district. And I asked them, I said, do we have any solidified dates? On the schedule for discussions, they said no, but conversations are being had right now. The buzz is going to start getting them to sit down and get back to the table. All right. Thanks for that report. We appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. Stay out of trouble. All right. Chris Adler, (laughs) KFI News, who's been hanging out with the teachers and the service workers at a park where they've been rallying most of the day. Uh, to get uh, to end mistreatment. Remember, John, it's not about the money; it's about respect and mistreatment. Right, right. Yeah, and, and they and they because they think they don't want the public to think it's about the money because oh, they just want more money and I, they, the I, kids look, are suffering. Look, I I would respect anybody that wants to make more money in life. It's just that there's a limit on low skilled jobs. You you have to be realistic. We right. all want more money. And good lord, I've worked radio stations you know that paid as little as 140 dollars a week for 60 <laughs> hours of work i didn't go on strike i got a job at a at a, at a bigger radio station that's right i, I, I did I, not I, intend to stay in bradford I, county pennsylvania my I, whole I, life like, yeah i i get it i i was poor <laughs> but uh, but yeah. you you can all what you have to do is you have to actively seek out better work right you, you drive a bus for another district that pays more money or drive a bus for, uh, you know, a city. All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Make food at a nice restaurant. Uh, Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI Make veal. Yeah. No. A, a beautiful veal dish.
Now make nice, lovely salads. Get good at that. You're going to make uh, pretty good money. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, uh, closing arguments are going on. They may have even finished in the trial of Mark Ridley Thomas, known as MRT, which I hear that and I always think that sounds like a subway line, the MRT. Yeah. Uh, this is the obnoxious, longtime Los Angeles politician who served on the L.A. City Council, went to the Board of Supervisors, back to the council. But anyway, this is a federal corruption case against Mark Ridley Thomas for a quid pro quo uh, in return for getting his son some special considerations at the University of Southern California. That would be a scholarship, a professorship, a job with a nonprofit. He steered money to USC School of Social Work. Tax money. The big thing here is that the woman that on the other end of this at USC, her name is Marilyn Flynn, she pled guilty to the corruption. Ridley Thomas decided to take his chances with a jury. And what happened yesterday was the end of the defense case. It was brief. You probably already guessed Mark Lee Thomas did not testify. But guess who did, John Cobelt? Who? Sheila Kuehl. Janice Hahn. Yes, I saw. Uh, and a, a pretty because they got up there and said, oh, no, he didn't pressure us to vote for any of the USC money. No, 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 he didn't do anything out of the well, ordinary. Nobody, nobody said nobody said he did. It's just understood. Everybody's got their own pet uh, projects and their own corruption. And yes. you don't you don't have to go and coerce. They, they know the game. Sheila Kuehl has her uh, contract for her friend. For yeah, that sex I, abuse the, hotline, that it's the same through. thing with the LA City Council. Yeah. I've read that they don't step on each other because no. uh, you want what you want to get cleared. No. So I'll Here, take what I want. Look, I've known a few of these characters <laughs> in private life. This is how it works. They 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 approve of each other's bills and each other's spending priorities and special favors. They do automatically without question because you don't want to make a public ruckus. If you make a public ruckus, then maybe somebody's going to investigate it. You don't want anybody to know this is going on. There's no way. There's no way we should know that um, Ridley Thomas money laundered a hundred thousand dollars to his son. That that he got these this scholarship and this professorship. We shouldn't know this. Uh, but you know, he he created a big enough mess that. Investigators got wind of it, and and you know they they got they got Flynn. Once they got Flynn to admit her guilt, I don't care what the jury does. We yeah, all the jury's going to have to believe that, and I don't see how they will. That it was just a bribe, and it was a whole corruption case well, just on the just on the Marilyn Flynn side. You, that you, Mark Ridley Thomas was just you know doing his job. Look, getting his son into USC they, and giving USC contracts they, which they deserved and which were good for the public. You know what? The odds of having idiot jurors are always very high, and you do, and and you might you make a jurors who who think Mark Ridley Thomas has been a great man standing up for uh, his district all these decades, and they might feel that he's being targeted because of his race. I mean, who knows what goes on in the heads of people, right? That wouldn't shock me at all if it was a hung jury. Nothing shocks me anymore. It's a, it's a it's a ridiculous system. You look at the facts of the case; it's obvious. I mean, the emails, it's in writing. You can't argue with the emails. They laid out the deal in writing, back and forth. She's admitted to it. There's nothing else to do here. Everybody they tries were, to make these cases complicated. These aren't complicated cases. This one's easy. Three big deals. Uh, one of them was for a telehealth clinic, 
One was for some sort of probation reentry center near USC, and one was for a probation employee mm-hmm. training program. Some- These are the deals that were steered to USC thanks to Ridley Thomas, yeah. and in return, his son got this special treatment. They also put up a woman who used to be the commissioner of the FEC, the Federal Election Commission, to say, oh, the $100,000 donation from a campaign account through USC to Sebastian Ridley Thomas's nonprofit, that's legal under California law. Hmm. It did comply with the law, she told the jury. So, Well, he's not, being char- he's not being charged with that. That was just part of the mechanism. Right, he, it was he, part of the deal. He, it was part wanted, of the idea to he, help out the son. He right. wanted to hide the contribution to his son. Right. So they found a method that would not be considered illegal. But right. it was part of the overall bribery scheme here because Flynn had to cooperate in laundering the money. So, again, that's, that's, that's misdirection. Hmm. And, and, it, and they also bring up a fake issue. Nobody, nobody said Han and uh, Sheila Kuehl were pressured. Nobody said that. So they're defending things that they're not being charged with. Uh, apparently Ridley Thomas's wife got up there, even though he did not just to talk about their son, Sebastian, he was just not well. It was clear he needed to do something else with his life. Oh, sympathy play from mom. (laughs) Notice the tricks they're pulling out because they can't deny it happened. So what they're doing is playing a distraction defense. Oh, look, uh, mom's upset. Her son is sick. Oh, look, his colleagues say they weren't pressured. We didn't say they were pressured. Oh, look, this transfer is legal. The transfer is not the charge. It's it's all distraction. The thing Hoping that surprised me... The, ve- the vegetables in the, in the jury. Uh, the thing that surprised me, unless I missed something, is uh, the feds did not get Marilyn Flynn to testify. I thought that would be part of her deal, her plea deal, to give her less time in prison or whatever they did with her, I forget, that because she's 80, in return... She would be a key witness. I have read the stories covering the trial, and I don't see... They, they showed her emails, but they didn't put her on the stand to talk about the real truth of this, that I was working with Mark Ridley Thomas on a quid pro quo. He helps me, I help him, and the taxpayers uh, don't benefit. Uh, she didn't, though. It's a bit surprising. I, I, I Maybe they just couldn't get her to do it. I don't I, know. I don't know if you saw anything. Not not that I saw, no. No. But uh, And I think if she had testified, that would have been pretty big in the coverage. And uh, I've looked at the coverage, although this story went dark last week because there was just other bigger things going on with the storms. The email, the emails tell the story, though, and that's in writing. I guess they decided that should be strong enough for the jury. Yeah, and, I, and I it, it should be. I, it's only going to depend on the, the, the temperament and intelligence of the jury. Right. You know, if if you've got some Mark Ridley Thomas fan up there, then it doesn't matter, you know, if they got uh, pictures of him naked with a goat, he won't get convicted. And if you got somebody who's just too stupid to understand what's going on, there's nothing you can do about that either. Apparently what was key was a letter. They even put a former Mark Ridley Thomas staffer up there, a woman named Emily Williams, a confidential letter from Marilyn Flynn that was hand-delivered. To Ridley Thomas's office and the prosecutors say it was a central part of the whole case laying out Flynn's requests in the alleged quid pro quo. She said she recognized the letter from a 2017 meeting when Ridley Thomas called her to his office, um, but she didn't say anything specific. This is the office worker. So 
Yeah. I don't know. And, and, yeah. and notably, the defense didn't call Marilyn Flynn up to try to poke holes in her Oh, in a plea? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I don't. I think they want to just keep her away from the jury as much as possible. You know, I don't, I don't know what they're hoping for. I mean, uh, Ridley Thomas is an incredibly stubborn mule. And it may be that most other politicians in a similar situation would have just pled guilty and hope for a reduced sentence in some way. He may have been one of these, you know, because his ego is one of the largest egos I've ever encountered in my life. It's, his, sense, it's, his sense of self-importance and pompousness, and I met him. I actually hosted uh, uh, a political night once where he was speaking to people. Yeah. I, and I did a question and answer thing with him. So I, I've met him up close, and, and he is I, he's so full of himself, I'm amazed he hasn't burst. All right, uh, we may have a verdict. Uh, could be tomorrow, only because it's Friday I say that, but we'll see. The jury is going to get the case soon. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iheart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms like many of us you might think identity theft will never happen to you but consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the u.s That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. 
You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on live from 1 to 4 every day after 4 o'clock. Uh, you can hear the podcast on the iHeart app, John and Ken mm. On Demand. So uh, listen to anything you missed. All right, the quick update on the Trump indictment is basically nothing. Uh, the New York DA, Alvin Bragg, has actually been accusing Trump of spreading all the word about being indicted. And the grand jury did not meet to discuss the Trump indictment again today. So nobody knows what any of this means. And, you know, if it was a ploy by Trump to get attention, it certainly worked. Uh, <laughs> and maybe collect money and maybe have good well, rallies. But there is, a, uh, there is an investigation. There was a grand jury investigation going on. There were witnesses. That yeah, but whether or not they, an indictment was imminent appears to be uh, well, very questionable they, now. They haven't voted yet. The, the grand jury has to vote. Right. But, uh, and you don't you don't need it's 23 people on the jury and you don't need it unanimous. Right. But it may not be they're ready to vote this week. Right. He's made it sound like Tuesday he was going to be arrested. That was his big announcement. Right. <laughs> he, he It works every time he does it. Every time he manipulates people into a frenzy, it works. Everybody goes for it. Boy, there were you uh, you Google his name and, you know, up on the side comes a quick biographical profile. And, of course, it mentions politician and businessman, president of the U.S. It's just funny. It gives his age, where he was born. Then you scroll down. Awards. NME Award for Villain of the Year. That one just kind of stood out to me. What's the I NME? Uh, NME. Let's see who they are. Uh, Band Lab NME Awards 2020. Hero of Villain of the Year awarded. I don't know who they are. <laughs> but it, Okay. It's like a joke. Uh, we have another one of these um, columnists that decided that what they were going to do to see how bad it is, is ride a metro train in L.A. County. In this case, oh. it's the Gold Line train. His name is Larry Wilson. Oh, he's a wiener. I have he, read his stuff. He's a have number you? one. Oh, he's very precious and delicate. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he said he hasn't ridden the trains in over three years. Because uh, he was afraid of COVID. You wouldn't go into a, a bus or a train during COVID. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. It is the COVID thing. And then he goes in there after hearing all this uh, all this uh, publicity about all the drug addicts and the stinking homeless. Like, oh, my God, they were right. Look at this. Uh, that's kind of what happened, although Thank, he, thanks, did not feel, he did not feel unsafe. I saw no crime. I was never afraid. However, you know, he writes, from the moment you get there, everything smells like pee. There's trash everywhere. And he gets down on the train, and two guys are passed out, slouched over in their seats. Bruised, cut, battered, sunburned. They're homeless drug addicts. But you see, he felt sympathy. That was the difference. Look, if you walk into a car, and, and later on he said, out of the nine people um, in the car, four were homeless. Okay? <laughs> now, if you have these four drugged-out homeless people Lane. I ain't riding in that car. No, I don't feel safe. I don't know what Larry Wilson. It's not even about safeness. It's probably going to smell. It's just not. It's, it's, well, it's disgusting. It's yes. not a place you want to and, and I don't feel unsafe because because guys on street drugs are extremely erratic. They could wake up and have some kind of impulse, some kind of surge, and you know I'm done. Yeah, but for. I want to I want to say something beyond that. See what we're getting here, and what I got here was the normalization of the behavior. Homeless people are our neighbors. They're part of our community. They ride on the trains with me. I'm not afraid they're going to stab me. I realize, John, you just said they could. But I want to put this in a different category of where I'm 
ticked off at this writer? No, we're not going to normalize this. No, there shouldn't be dirty, uh, unshaved, smelly people riding the train, slouched over, passed out from the drugs. I don't care if they don't stab me. I don't, they don't belong there. It's a quality of life thing. It's pretty simple. And I think quality of life is damn important to people. Uh, obviously, not being stabbed is more important. But no, I'm with I, you. I think I this, this rides you. a nice second here. I agree and, with you. And, and this it, man's trying to make it sound like, uh, well, they're not going to kill anybody. So they're just part of life now. No, they're not. Right. Well, no, they're not. That, that, That's what I'm fighting against. Sure. And and the guy who ran for DA in San Francisco had uh, uh, an interview and a tweet about that this week. And their whole thing is, oh, come on. It's not that bad. Yeah. And you no, know what the whole is. attitude is now? And this has been going on for years. It's really driving me crazy. And it's this whole idea of uh, giving people injection sites and standing by with Narcan. Let's all accept this. There are going to be homeless drug addicts amongst us. They are part of our community. All right? Now, if they stab you, all right, maybe we'll arrest them. But that's not the case here. I'm taking this down a notch and saying, all right, maybe they won't commit any crime. But it's still a quality of life issue, and you've got to clean it up. Yeah, it's I, I, this is what this is what bothers me more than anything. Just, yes, you're right. That San Francisco guy saying uh, they break into your car. Well, that's life in the big city. Yeah. Homeless drug addict uh, passed out in the corner. Well, he's not going to hurt you. Leave yeah. him alone. No, 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 no. No. What you what you've allowed is a degradation, and I don't like that. Yeah, that's where I am. And there's more normal people who feel like we do than these freaks who write these these absurd columns for the L.A. Times or or San Francisco politicians. Did, did, did the normal people have to take control? Of, well, look of what his last everything. sentence is. If our society could find homes for the homeless, we'd be in a better place. Oh, come on. Boy, that is lame. That this is, is the like, housing first that, idiots. That is, that is like something you write in middle school. Everything our is our fault hey, and our problem. We spend. Irresponsible vagrants who can't get their act together. It's our problem. No. Find them housing. Uh, give them needles. Stand by with Narcan. Get out of here. I am so tired of reading this. I know. It's exhausting after a while. I know. Every day, though, every freaking day, you read this stuff in all the major newspapers. Every day. Right. We're being led down this road where, well, you know what? People are always going to be drug addicted. We can't beat that, so we just have to wait to manage it. No, we don't. Everybody knows it didn't exist this publicly just five, ten years ago. It didn't. No. All right. Uh, and, and one of the main reasons it's so widespread, maybe the single important reason, was that they stopped saying, no, you can't do that here. You cannot do You can't lay here. You can't do your drugs here. You can't defecate here. You stopped saying no. And people started feeling guilty for saying no. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. The Moist Line, it's going to play right around this time tomorrow. We do it every Friday at around 3.20 and 3.50. All you have to do with the iHeartRadio app is look for the John and Ken section at KFI and use the microphone icon to leave your message directly for the John and Ken show. A lot of people are doing that way, a good crystal sound. Uh, But if you want to use the phone, we always want Just use a good phone. Some people, I don't know, they, they sound like they're underwater or they're drunk. Uh, maybe they are. one eight seven seven moist 86 is the toll-free number to leave a message for the Moist line. one 664 7886 Well, we now return to the world of the deadly, well, yeah, they are in some cases, the deadly eye drops. 
this oh, story can I, we can talked. Can I say to, something about that? I, I haven't said anything I, yet. I, yeah, I heard it on the news several times today. I want to go through my life without hearing the phrase, she had to have her eyeball removed. But that's what's I, happening. I, I, I know, but that, that really bothers me. Is that right? Yes. It really unnerves me, the idea that people had to get their eyeballs removed. Uh, oh. Sorry. It just makes you uneasy. It just make, yeah, makes me just very emotionally distraught. Well, on a, on a much smaller scale, a lot smaller, I can't stand the word nugs. It's driving me crazy. Nugs? Well, apparently that? that's the short for the chicken nuggets you can get at McDonald's or Wendy's. <laughs> I never heard that. Well, there's a commercial that runs on the station, and every time the guy says nugs, I just shiver. <laughs> and I'm like, can't you just use the second syllable, nuggets? <laughs> what a stupid word. <laughs> well, it's just, it's it's hip to shorten things, to use, you know, like yeah. people text by it's using text. just the first yeah, letters of the... Which started with just a simple LOL, but now is everything else. THS, we, we thanks. Actually, THX, thanks. We actually are losing our ability to communicate. Just don't say nugs. I don't know why I shiver. It's just horrible. I hate it. Is that a body part? I, well, it's short for nuggets, hmm. which is also kind of disturbing. I, but I had my nugs removed. I, I, uh, all right, well, all right. Well, I'll try not to mention too many eyeballs being removed. I don't know why that doesn't bother me. But the uh, USA Today talked to uh, Clara Oliva, who uh, got an infected right eye from the eye drops. And um, she apparently, she's 68 years old. She is one of the people that used, and apparently it's being sold under a number of different company names, but most of it comes from India-based global pharma healthcare. They are the maker of something called Esri Care Artificial Tears, prescribed for people with dry eye. This woman says that she apparently needed to use eye drops because her contact lenses left her eyes very dry. So she's been using eye drops. Unfortunately for her, she got a hold of this brand. The suit names Ezra Care, Ezra RX, and Aru Pharma, the U.S.-based distributor of the drops. They were recalled in early February. The CDC, the CDC and P, sorry, linked them to an outbreak of, wow, this is a tough one. It's, it's all this Latin, Pseudomonas uh, aeruginosa. That's the bacteria. And they believe that so far it's infected at least 68 people in 16 states. Three have died. Eight people, vision loss. Mm-hmm. And, all right, John, I'll put it differently. Four reports of enucleation. Okay. That's removal of the eyeball. Well, you said it. I didn't. I know. All right. It's called enucleation. So, all right. Okay. So this bacteria is rare, but it is very drug resistant. And it had not been seen in the United States uh, before last year. So this one's coming from India. What, so what, somehow it dropped into the lab where they start to manufacture yeah, these I, I eye drops. And I, wonder, I wonder how that happened. It was in the solution or the, what do you call it, like a big industrial batch? Something that's never been seen before. But, you know, Asia it seems to be the origin for a, a lot of uh, these uh, strange infections. Remember that uh, doctor, his name is Stephen Quay, we talked about last hour, who did his own research on COVID-19? Yeah. One of the things he said is that he thinks that we're in bigger trouble from the possibility that they're going to come up with uh, these viruses that spread easily and kill people. 
he's worried that about that more than nuclear bombs because he thinks well, that this could be devastating and he also believes that yeah they did they did uh, uh what's it called chain of function or gain of function, uh, gain of function yeah. research right oh and I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely to me in my mind the whole uh origin of the uh, covid virus is settled it's clear what happened and it's clear that there's Corruption going on. There's cover up to protect Fauci's reputation, but he sent our tax money to go enhance it, and they were screwing around with it, which is what scientists do. And they're doing this in this country too. We have labs that have been doing the same gain of function research for COVID and other viruses as well. This is quite common. And you know what? I'm with the doctor. I think eventually something like that is probably going to be the end. It's going to get unleashed. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody right now is taking the bird flu and working on a way to make it yeah. much more susceptible to kill humans. They can't help themselves. They, if, they, if they can do it, they will do it. And they'll always have a cover saying, well, you know, uh, the Chinese are working on this, so we have to do it too, and so we can come up with the right vaccine. Or the biological weapon. I, I think all the big nations work day and night on biological weapons. Well, this poor woman uh, eventually had to have her cornea removed, replaced with donor tissue. Oh. Uh, but eventually uh, they had to remove the whole eyeball. Her right eye was surgically removed and replaced with a plastic implant. Oh, he did it. So because of decreased visual acuity in her left eye... She's considered legally blind. She's only 2,200 in her remaining left eye. She continued to use the eye drops in her left eye until January when her clinic called to tell her to stop using the drops and throw them away. See, she didn't know that that's what was causing her eye problems. Yeah. And she heard about the recall on a TV news segment. And then she learned about the possibility of the bacteria. Nobody's ever heard of this bacteria. This has never happened before. No, I know. That's what worries me. It seems like we have a new thing, and now we have this fungus that's uh, get loose, that's uh, sickening people, too. Another a fungus story. Oh, a fungus that's spreading in the hospitals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Now, yeah, it's just... And, and it all seems to be resistant uh, to antibiotics. Everything's evolved now to withstand all the drugs that we've been Right, that's over what the last uh, organisms will do. They mutate. Yeah, I know. It's, just, it's, it's terrible. Just don't leave the house. Stay home. A lot of disease out there. Conway's here. Hey now, hey now, hey now. Hey, uh, there's a really an, uh, a great story where a Southwest pilot, a captain, passes out uh, mid-flight. You see that story? Passes out mid-flight, and then a passenger riding, you know, uh, uh, a captain riding as a passenger on that flight helps to uh, uh, oh, take I the plane didn't hear over. This one. Yes, no. big story. Big story. Just happened. Uh, about a uh, year and a half ago. <laughs> you got the right date on this? <laughs> All right. Uh, Dean Sharp is coming in. That guy's uh, cool. We'll talk about uh, houses and stuff. And then drier air, drier weather is what? on. Dry, dry, dry. I can't believe it. What? They're talking about rain next Tuesday, Wednesday. Is well, that gone? Tuesday, Wednesday, yes. But for the next uh, you know, 24 hours, we don't <laughs> have to worry about it. next couple of days. <laughs> Sun's coming out tomorrow? Right. And then uh, the Montebello tornado is, mm. uh, has, is protesting that they're talking about him too much. They want people to stop doing that. Oh, wow. Yeah, the tornado came out and said, we've ha I've had it. His feelings are hurt? <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Go on strike then. <laughs> and then an asteroid is, is expected to pass very close to Earth on Saturday, between the Earth and the Moon. Hmm. Wasn't that a uh, uh, song from Arthur? When you're between but the Moon and Earth, New York City, New, New York, York City. City, yeah.
Yeah. I know, you're I know crazy, it's crazy, but it's true. But it's true. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. That's why you're not a songwriter. You know Christopher that, Cross. Yeah, Christopher Cross wrote that. They, uh, um, and, you know, he wrote it when he was, uh, they were flying from L.A. to New York, and there was fog in New York, so he got caught, and they had to fly around New York and do six or seven circles, and that's where he wrote that song. He once wrote us a letter. He wrote us a letter. He was a really? fan of the yeah. show. This is going back a few years. Wow. Yes. Back a while. Yeah, he wrote us a personal letter sent, that he liked, uh, to, liked listening to us. A CD of his uh, greatest hits. Is that he right? Did. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, he did. That's yes. huge. Yeah. You know, uh, did you have him on the air? No. Sailing oh, yeah. takes Take me, me away to where I'm going. Can't you see? <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> it is. It is. I love Christopher Cross. <laughs> Which, uh, when's your he album had a great run in the 80s, yeah. there, the early 80s. Why yeah. wouldn't you have him on if he was a fan? I, I, I just didn't occur to him. Ray! Sometimes people want to remain sort of uh, yeah. a quiet fan. Oh, know? I see. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't get it. that, but I but I wondered if that was true because okay. he didn't express any interest in coming on the show. Ah, oh, man, that's a great that's a great guest. Yeah, you know to grab. No. Grammy Anybody else? I bet, I bet a lot of people write you guys and say they're they're huge fans and send you stuff. Uh, no. Um, but I'm trying to think. There was there was there was one who is a famous writer. Remember? Wasn't there a kid back? Uh, yes. In uh, Unfortunately, he died. he died. Who was the writer? Uh, he wrote. Uh, didn't he write Jurassic Park books? Uh, uh, was it Michael Crichton? Michael Crichton. Wow. That's who it is. Right. Yes. That's right. huge. Right. Because and he wrote it? about uh, yeah. like Ebola or some sort of book he had. Right about a big virus yeah, outbreak. Yeah. That's he wrote in the bottom yeah. of the email. Yes, that one. That he's bigger than Christopher Cross. Keep going. Who else? Sinatra. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. no? no I mean, no, you no. guys were on in New Jersey. Sinatra could have been listening. Could have been, but he, he never, did not. He never told us. Uh, yeah. No, it yeah. sucks. I did see him sing once. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Is that right? We're in amph amphitheater? Uh, in Atlantic City, yeah. Oh, okay. Outdoor amphitheater. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story here. Um, my dad's favorite guy in the world, Frank Sinatra by far. And he got a call in 1998 from Frank Sinatra's assistant saying, hey, do you want Frank Sinatra on set dinner with you? And my wow. dad was so nervous, he showed up with his wife. So the four of them, Barbara, Frank, Charlene, and my, and my dad, they show up to, to dinner, and my dad went uh, two hours without saying anything. He was so frozen. <laughs> wow. That's a great story. Uh, what great somebody he was. He and as Biden anything. would say, true story. That's a true story. true story. That is a true story. And they had lunch uh, about once a month for about a year. I think he got that from you, because you say that. True story. I think it is. Yeah, true story. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact. Uh, um, I'm, Wait, uh, but they, they had lunch once a month, even though your dad said nothing? Well, the, he got comfortable on the second one. Right. right. Oh, okay. And then he, uh, he opened up. But uh, Matt Money Smith over at KLAC... Uh, commented on that. He says, when you tell a story, you don't have to say that's a true story. People should assume you're not lying. Well, you do, Matt, I, Matt doesn't know you that well. Not yeah. Yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> ding not dong. And ding dong comes from him as well. Ding dong. Oh, not All a right. joke is yes. the other one, right? Oh, yeah. It's not a joke. It's uh, not a joke. <laughs> not a joke. True story. All right, ding dong. Crozier's got the news. Yeah. Uh, live on 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.